Hey guys, welcome or welcome back to Overthinking and Underperforming. Hope everyone's doing great as always. Today is such a slow day. Like it's one of those rainy, like I'm staring out the window right now. It's like rainy, it's gray. And it's funny because I feel like I've conditioned myself to like these days to the point where when it's sunny, I have a problem with it. Like it's actually so silly because when I came to Vancouver, initially I didn't know that it's going to like rain this much, you know? So then when I came here, um, and all like every time I was in an Uber or whatever, and we we're just talking about how I've just come and whatever, they'd be like, yeah, man, like it's so rainy here. Like the sun that you're seeing right now is a lie. Like basically telling me all that. Then I was like, Oh, okay. Okay. That was the catch. That was the catch about Vancouver. Cause I was like, okay, it's not that cold. It's not as cold as the rest of Canada. So I was here thinking I hit the jackpot, but really it rains every day, but I've grown to love it so much. It's even insane. Cause I'm the type of person to be so affected by weather, not in like an extreme sense, but if it's, I feel like everyone's kind of like this, like when it's raining, you just, you don't want to do stuff. Like you just want to sleep. You just want to enjoy your bed, watch whatever you're watching. You just want to do nothing. But like now it's so funny because I think because I'm used to most of the days being rainy, every time it's sunny, I'm just like, what? Please, like, mm -mm. I can't do anything. It's so bad. It's so absolutely horrendous. But anyway, yeah, I've been having a slow day and I was just thinking about it. And um, you know when you kind of reach that point where you really have a lot to do, but for whatever reason, you just can't get yourself to do anything, you know? And it's one of those things of even when you pull out your books or... I don't know, start getting ready to do whatever you have to do. It's like your body is just refusing, like your system is just refusing. So I'm having one of those days and I was thinking about it and it's so easy for you to just like be so, what's the word? I can't think of the right word to use, but like obsessive for lack of a better word, obsessive about um having to get it done. And yes, you have to get it done, but it's like if you keep forcing yourself to do it and you know you're not in the space to be doing it and you know you've been productive like in the previous days like this isn't you being repetitively lazy quote-unquote lazy or whatever it is like you're just really having a bad day if you keep pushing yourself on that same day to get it done you will ruin the next day where you can actually get it done do you get what i mean so i think that's what i'm trying to do today is just take like take it step by step just relax a, a little because i woke up in the morning and i was so defeated i snoozed my alarm i don't know how many times I just refused to get up. I just had to make the proactive decision to take it easy and not be hard on myself. Otherwise, tomorrow is going to be even worse, you know? So yeah, I was just thinking about that. But anyway, today I wanted to talk about embarrassment because I feel like embarrassment is a lot of the, a lot of the times the thief to anything in life. It doesn't have to be, I'm not talking about career success or like becoming this like super amazing person. But I mean, in terms of like relationships, having fun, learning new stuff, like embarrassment really is a thief. And like, I remember this is one time I was talking to a friend, we we're talking about something specifically. And then um she was like, if it went wrong, would you get embarrassed? And then I was thinking about it and no one's ever like talked to me about embarrassment that way because she opened my eyes to the fact that embarrassment, being open to embarrassment is necessary for you to take that next step to get to wherever you want to go. Because when you allow yourself or you open yourself to the idea that, look, I might try this new thing and I might be embarrassed by failing or doing something silly or doing something the way I'm not supposed to do it. 
when you get over that whole thing, you allow yourself to fully commit to this thing and fully access like a new dimension of it because now you're open to every single possibility. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's just something I've been thinking of lately. And I think I'm just trying to apply that to my life now more than ever just because I'm the type of I've talked about this before but like I'm just like a very socially anxious or I feel like I'm I don't like using the word socially anxious because it feels like it's a when I say it it feels like it should be a negative thing but I don't want it to be a negative thing um but anyway I'm like a socially very socially aware socially um anxious I guess person so and I've realized that every time um when it comes to things like I don't know just putting myself in the position like if I'm in class or um if I'm like I'm the type of person like I'm literally that memo that person who will tell my friend to order food on the phone for me because I really don't want to talk now I'm like okay if it's vice versa and I have a friend who doesn't want to speak on the phone I can like do it now because I forced myself so many times to get over that being anxious of everything type of um I'm trying to think actually now I'm just trying to think if it's do you ever like think and wonder like certain traits like anxiety do you ever think like is this something that was just in me and then just became this like prominent or like this bigger thing in my life at some point or is it just something that I've been that happened because of something do you get what I mean like sometimes I just think about that and I'm just like so where did it come from like that's why I'm so obsessed with like this concept of the inner child and trying to figure out you know why I am the way that I am does that make sense why does that sound wrong but anyway back to embarrassment yeah so what I've learned basically, I feel like I was blathering on, but what I what I've learned basically is that when you allow yourself to be embarrassed, like it's the most freeing thing ever because you realize that first of all, no one even cares. Like, have you ever been in a situation where someone does something that's looking embarrassing and you really couldn't care less? Or like when you're looking embarrassed um to say something in class? I'll have these moments a lot of the times so that we're so embarrassed to say something in class. Because you're thinking, man, that's dumb. Like, am I just missing the point? And then you'll just suck it up and you say it. And then maybe, like, it will actually sound like a dumb question. But then you'll have that one friend who's just like, man, thank you for asking that question, bro. Because I was also lost. And I was just like, bro. Like, those are moments where you realize, like, embarrassment is actually, like, this psychological game that you're playing with yourself. But it doesn't matter whatsoever. And it's literally going to take control of your life if you don't get used to the idea yeah, you don't get comfortable with the idea of you being embarrassed and that's okay to be embarrassed. It's like this concept of cringiness is something that I really hate. I hate, like, I use that word often. I'm not going to act like I never use that word, but you know when people just say like, oh, that's cringe or like certain re- relationship, I mean, fa- um, what do you call it? Like characteristics of a relationship are cringe. Doing certain things are cringe. Saying certain things are cringe. I'm like, yeah, but like, uh, it's just so sad because when you live with that mentality, you're just completely depriving yourself of another like a whole other perspective and a whole other world. Do you get what I mean? It's like you miss out on something just because you think it looks some type of way or you think you feel some, like it feels weird to you or it, it it's embarrassing to you. I don't even really understand the concept of cringe. I feel like, can it be used inter- interchangeably with embarrassment? Because technically it's the same thing, right? Can I Google this real quick? Okay. Okay, so I was right. Okay, Uh. so cringe. Having, wait, have an inward feeling of acute embarrassment or awkwardness so really cringe and embarrassment come from the same place and i just hate it when people say things are cringe because like i totally get it like some things are really cringe but i don't know i'm just the type of person to have this very like open mentality of trying to understand that okay if i think it's cringe there's something i'm missing 
because they don't think it's cringe. So there's definitely something I'm missing or some kind of way of thinking that is operating in my mind that's making me unable to see why what they're doing isn't cringe to them. Do you get what I mean? So anytime I look at something and I go, that's cringe, I'm like, okay, why do I think that's cringe? And I know I'm deeping everything. I'm the type of person to deep everything. But hey, this it's overthinking. I'm underperforming. Is it not? So, but yeah, I don't know. I was just thinking about that lately and it's so, it's so... I feel like the concept of embarrassment and, and cringiness is just something you really have to get over. Anyway, but something else I wanted to talk about is this concept of trying to be perfect. It's a common conversation I have with people where um, you say you meet someone new, right? So you really like them, but you're scared to show... I was actually having this conversation with a friend because they were just kind of like, man, like, I don't know. Like, sometimes I just have weird... I find myself having weird interactions with people more often than not like it's just i feel like no one really like is catching the vibe and like i don't know we were just talking about how he had this feeling that like is there like something off with me or like like what is going on what is so different about me that it's making um that it's making my interactions with people feel weird and then I, I was just like, you know, when people ask you the question, is there something off? Is there something different about me or something off about me in a negative manner? In my head, I'm just like, okay, I, I totally get where you're coming from. But if you think about it this way, would you rather be, would you rather me state what you think, what I think you're looking for and state that thing that, um, is quote unquote weird about you and then have you fix it and then go and suddenly have all these, fake relationships with people because it's based off of who you think you should be versus who you are do you get what i mean it's like you'd rather be someone that has weird interactions with almost everyone you meet but then find this one person who just like catches your vibe because that's the realest that's probably gonna be like the best situation relationship friendship that is ever gonna happen to you because now you found someone that you can be a hundred percent yourself around you know so it's like when i catch myself in situations where i'm like trying to think like hey man, that interaction was weird, or I just don't seem to click with this specific person that everyone seems to click with, like, is there something different about me, is there something wrong, but then I'm like, bro, wait, if we don't click, we don't click, dog, like, that's how it's supposed to be, like, not everyone on this earth is supposed to like you, and you're doing yourself a disservice to change yourself, to be someone you're not, just to live a life, basically, in, in, in hiding, in hiding of who you are, you know what I mean, so, so yeah, I don't know. I just feel like it's so it's so easy to get caught up in um trying to be likable for everyone or trying to be like everyone and you know your likes and dislikes are catered towards what other people's likes and dislikes are. Like it's it's actually really easy to even unconsciously fall into a cycle of just being like of trying to fit in or trying to you know, play the part of being like everyone else or being, you know, part of the gang or part of the cool people, whatever it is, honestly. But you're really just doing yourself a disservice by stripping yourself of who you are because you're not going to be happy in the end, dog. Like, you're really not going to be happy at all. If you find yourself in a place where you've completely and utterly thrown yourself into a world that is not even for you doesn't matter if like a million and one good things happen to you at the end of the day if you feel like you have to wake up every day and put on a mask or hide some kind of part of you then like you're never gonna be as happy as you could have been if you actually found the people that are worth your time or not worth your time but found the people that are for you you know 
now that I've said that, I'm actually such a believer in um everything happens for a reason, which um I, th- I feel like I've talked about this before, but I just wanted to say um in likes of what I've just said before, I feel like there are people in this world that are meant for you. I don't know. That's just the way I think in my head. I'm just like, yeah, everything kind of happens for a reason. And there are people in this world who are meant for you. People who you're meant to cross, cross paths with, cross paths with. Doesn't matter if it's, um, doesn't matter if it's seasonal or it's something that, um, stays for a long time. But that's just kind of the way I think. So it's like when you, perhaps that's why it's easy for me to say, um, if you don't fit in or if you're not finding your people or if you're just in an environment where you're just not fitting, like you just feel like you're not even supposed to be there, then don't adjust to that situation. Obviously, there's situations where you have to like not necessarily change, but grow so that you're able to understand your environment better. But at the end of the day, I feel like there's that group of friends that's meant for you. There's that, um, a significant other that's meant for you that friend those friends that are meant for you um yeah I don't know why to me that's like I can't conceptualize a life where (laughs) it's just weird I can't conceptualize a life where things just happen because they happen you get what I mean like I feel like everything happens for a reason you meet certain people for a reason like people in your life for a reason you know so maybe that's why it's easy for me to just be like you know just be yourself and you'll find that person that is meant for you because I, f- I feel like that's how it is, dog. Even if that's not how it is. When you put that in your mind and you genuinely believe it, you open up the doors to actually meet the person that um you want to be friends with or you want to be, I don't know, um in a relationship with, you know? Am I just crazy for that? Does anyone else think like that? Because I'm starting to realize that actually a lot of, actually a lot of my friends do not think this way. I've had this conversation with a lot of people this week and a lot of them don't think this way. And I don't know if... It's more common to ha- to live life thinking um, that everything just happens because it happens, or if it's more common for people to be like, okay, this happened for a reason. Because I thought that's what the that's the way. At least I thought that was most common. Anyway, now that's just my brain braining. But anyway, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I shall see you next week. I hope you have a beautiful day or a beautiful rest of your day or a beautiful rest of your week a beautiful life man honestly <laughs> anyway uh yeah see you next week bye when i said she get it from her mama i'm a psych-